Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, gang. Thank you for joining me today on My Doula Micah. Uh, today on the podcast episode, I have Katya Sakura, Katie Snap, co-owners of Waco Moms. This interview is a lot of fun. They have full of energy, uh, very smart women, and they talk to us about what Waco Moms is all about for them, why they decided to jump in, and some personal stories. So I'm glad you're here. Hey y'all, I have guests in the studio with me today. I'm really excited about my guests, Katya and Katie. They're gonna introduce themselves. They're the owner of Waco Bombs. Jump in, girls. Tell Hello. everybody a little bit about yourself. <laughs> we are here on our first, this is our first podcast ever. Yeah. Nice. I feel yeah. like this so is thank the start you. of something. You are welcome. Excited. My pleasure. I'm pumped. I'm we're excited. Look at this. Um Check. I am Katya Sakura. I am a co-owner of Waco Moms. Katie and I are actually both realtors with Camille Johnson Realtors, so that's kind of our work background. Yep. But I'm a mom of three. Mm-hmm. I have two boys and a girl, and I've been married to my lovely husband almost nine years, and we have lived in Waco for about, almost about that time, nine okay. years. Where um, are you originally from? San Antonio. Okay. Mm-hmm. I love yes. San Antonio. It's a great town. love San Antonio. We actually went to rival high schools. There we did. are so many points, no. and I'm sure this will come up several times, where God has clearly put Katya oh, and I together, like... So many times, yes. and we've missed each other oh, I love so it. many times. So many times. And it's just, it just reaffirms. I'm just like, no, no, this we is my were person. like, we met here, and it works. Yeah. <laughs> Very cool. Very yeah. cool. San Antonio. San Antonio. Okay, Katie, how about you? Um, I'm Katie Snap, and co owner of Waco Moms, also a realtor. And um, I feel like I've always kind of worked in some sort of marketing, branding, social media, yeah. um, and then also in real estate. And I thought I was going to be an attorney. Um, I thought I I was going to be an attorney and I, um, thank you. Um, but then I started working in real estate my senior year in college just to pay the bills. And I went to Texas A&M university. Um, and I was a military brat, so I moved around so much. It Mm -hmm. really, I mean, the great things I learned. Um, and then there's also a lot of trauma that comes with that, you know, being the new student four years and four four years of high school. Um, it's a little, you learn to adapt. You learn to let things roll off your back. My husband was a yeah it's it's a big deal and you learn to introduce yourself and you kind of you know get very comfortable with who you are and so that was I lived in San Antonio (laughs) for the longest I was the longest stint we did was five years in San Antonio um and we went to different high schools and our parents worked in the same place at Randolph Air Force Base and we didn't meet um but I met my husband Brody Snap at Texas A&M and I fell in love with how much he loved his hometown. Um, so he's from here. He's yeah. from Both here. Both our husbands are like Waco women. Yes. And like, they're yes. very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. I mean, um, we have both have large sets of in-laws that are yeah. all local. Mm-hmm. Um, we both kind of just loved this family-oriented environment Good. that we have here. Oh, yeah. And it's amazing. Yes. It's, it's incredible. fantastic. And I'm so excited that my girls are going to – I have two daughters. Um, Sienna is two and Stella is four. Okay. And – just the fact that they get to go to the same school 
K through 12. Yeah. Um, it's so exciting for me. They get to live in the same house. Um, and it's just, it's just having roots and like putting those roots mm-hmm. down. I'm a ninth generation Texan, so I'm a big history buff. Yeah. And I love the fact that I, you know, have these roots. I really clung to them, especially since I didn't have any growing mm-hmm. up. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that I get to be so involved in the community, I feel like all of a sudden I got here and I was like, I want to do everything. <laughs> love it. I love it. I want to yes. take this city and just make it home for the rest of my family for generations to come. So speaking of community and based on what you just said, is that some of why I want each one of you to say oh, kind of yes. what inspired you to want to lead the Waco Moms group, team, blog. I mean, there's so many things that Waco Moms do. And so I I would love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear y'all explain what you feel like Waco Moms is all about and why you've jumped in. Yes. So I, one, I want to give a huge shout out to Carrie Maddox. She started Waco Moms five years ago and had worked the platform for many years. It's Waco Moms is actually part of a larger network so there's about 95 or so sister sites around the nation nice um and so you know carrie kind of took that on she saw a need and she started the need and she built that you know foundation um and so when she approached us and she said hey i think this would be a good fit you know we were we had been doing coffee and community through like as advertisers you know like as people that are coming in and doing a service um katie has actually been a contributor and written stuff for Waco moms. And so I think Carrie was like, it just seems like a natural fit. Like you Mm. guys are already doing some of these things. And so we definitely went back and forth. We're like, this, this is, it's another, you know, kind of larger thing to take on. But we, as moms, I think both have very like individual stories of motherhood and it just feeling kind of isolating and and lonely. And um, both of us had a baby during COVID time. Mm. We were like, there's just this larger need of connection. Um, and yeah. we want to do that. Like we want to create it. And so CNC was born first and then we kind of took on Waco moms and have continued to really try to make it very community focused. Yeah. Um, the amount of people that come and they're like, we just needed this. Like we mm. needed coffee and community. I needed one meetup a month yeah. to just get out and like talk to somebody. And this forces me to get out of my house. Yes. yes. It's kid friendly. I'm like, there's no, you just come, you have a cup of coffee and you meet another mom. And, right. um, right. Yeah, we have a, we also have a team of contributors that write for us, so we try to keep it with various pers- you know different perspectives. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I I we we have been it's been a labor of love this non-stop. first year. Non stop, it's been um, non stop. It's been a labor so of love. Waco Moms is very much. I mean, in most layman's terms, it's very much a business. Like it's yeah. a platform, sure. and turning it into a community is kind of what our goal was. We yes. um, granted mm-hmm. for better or for worse, and all things that came with COVID. Waco Moms previously was just we would do they would do partnerships mm-hmm. and with local businesses and they would post on social media and um, the, our website has about over a thousand published blog posts on it. So the contributors wow. have been writing wow. for years. I don't think I knew that there was that many. Yes. So yes, many. Um, our archives are aggressive. <laughs> um, and I very much work like the WordPress website side of yes. things, or I try to because Lord knows it was a learning curve. That is the one area of media that I was not familiar with. Mm. Um, whenever Coding we took on Waco and- Moms, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a mm. lot more than Zanga, and that was pretty much where my training <laughs> stopped. Um, but so there's, it's very much a business, and we have partnerships with communities. And the reality is, is that making the community aspect, coffee and community, which is our monthly hangout, yeah. was really something that Katya and I felt was really important. Gotcha. Um, we wanted to expand it past the social media platform. I moving to Waco um, and being 
in a small town where a lot of people, when we first moved here six or seven years ago, um, it's like everybody already knew each other. Everybody already knew when you sign up for swim lessons, where you do soccer, mm-hmm. where you do mm-hmm. all these things. And I didn't know any of it. Yeah. Um, and when being, you come in, you're like, what, like what? It's hard. Where's the resource? You know, like, or where can I go to one place and get? All so I things. graduated from Waco High in 1989. <laughs> I love it. I love and it. I'll just, t- I know exactly what y'all are talking about. Yes. Because there is, Waco wins typically have original, uh, like, roots mm-hmm. from generations yes. to generations. And they are very established. And they're a, it's a group. I'm not going to say, click kind of, but that always has a negative connotation. Sure. I don't Close think knit. there's, closeness Close knit. is a way Absolutely. better way to say it. But it is hard to get into those circles Mm -hmm. because these families have known each other for they've raised kids together kids together yeah so then Mm -hmm. you get all these newbies coming into Waco and so there's this gap of a bunch of new people and people who've been here forever there's like no middle ground Mm -hmm. and so I feel like over the years Mm -hmm. as we've grown and y'all Waco's grown a ton in the past 10 years insane Uh insane insane love it though and so I feel like that that bridge is coming together is, quite a bit absolutely. more. And you guys are really helping oh, Waco achieve that. Um, and the events that That's you put really on, nice. the things that you say, um, how you want to serve women, specifically moms in the community. Uh, they just hosted a fabulous event, Bloom, which really targets women who are expecting families who are about to have kiddos. Maybe this is their first baby. And it was so successful. I cannot tell you how many people came by our booth and they were like, where has this been? Like, oh my gosh, I had a baby seven years ago and I couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. There was nothing available. This is so helpful to see all these resources and people sharing about, um, you know, not just their businesses, but what they're passionate about and how to get involved. Mm -hmm. So, it's been a real treat yeah. to jump in on what you guys are doing, your vision, and how you're helping the community. So I love that you're already speaking to that. It's obvious that's kind of a ground basic thing. That's for you guys. really where we saw the opportunity. Yes. So when Carrie approached us and she was like, listen, I feel like this has the opportunity for growth. Now's a good time for growth. She was phasing out mm-hmm. of a season and we were, you know, we're kind of diving into the season yeah. of early mm-hmm. motherhood. Mm-hmm. And so all of these topics are very fresh on our minds, you know, you know, private daycare, mm-hmm. staying at home, going back to work. What does that look like? Holidays. Yeah. What does yeah. that look like? We're inventing our traditions now and getting our kids locked in and organizations and activities now. That's so we're nice. very much involved in it so the ability to provide guides through our website um, and then to get these moms together I mean I we are very much I there was in a world where we are also divided in so many different areas and categories and things it was so comforting to finally just be like yeah I'm not from here Um, and our husbands were and for the record they did not have any information as far as what activities (laughs) we need to sign up really so shocking your husband doesn't know all those insider secrets did not make it (laughs) it did not help us at all Um, so it was just so encouraging to get to be like no we're all moms like this is something that with you know no matter what that is the one qualifier we have Mm. Um, motherhood is a universal language Mm -hmm. I think when you understand being tired and when you understand you know what it doesn't matter what the way you do things it's like motherhood is just understood you know it's a universal language that we can all connect on and so Katie and I go back to what connects us which is motherhood like at the end of the day Waco Moms is about motherhood and how we can support one another and how we can be a resource and so that really is kind of our goal is like we want to be a resource we want to be supportive 
We want to add community aspect. Yes. Um, and like with Bloom, like even myself, like I, my first is about to turn, he's going to be seven next month. Oh, that's crazy. Um, but <laughs> yeah. I, when I became a mom, that was seven years ago. I mean, it was like, you have this resource and that, and you, like, there is so much I didn't know. And Bloom was such an opportunity to go to one place and have all these resources there. Yep. You don't have to make 10 different appointments, meet 10 different, yep. you know, service providers. Shop, like, kinda, you, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like, you just go and then you're like, wait, do I need to know about this? Like, why do I need to know about right, this? And like, right. oh, when I do have an issue now, I know who to call. Yes. Um, because with me, it's like, I've learned that things pop up every single year that you're like, okay, wait, like every who week. would I need to go? Yeah. Like who would I need to go for something like that? Yeah. And yeah, it just, it, I think that opportunity for bloom and it, it was our first, but technically like the fourth annual. Right, yeah. Um, and so we just were like, it was a lot of work, but we're like, wow, like it, what a service, you know, is. like all the providers are here and moms go to one place and that's it. Like you yes. did one and then you got a bag and goodies and like treats and a shower of resources. It was a shower. Yeah. It was <laughs> so wonderful. It. It, it really was. Yes. It, it really was. Y'all did yes. such a great Thank job. You. So Thank speaking you. of motherhood, oh, no. you guys think <laughs> back when you were maybe your first yes. and you're about to step into this unknown territory mm. of being a mom and share a, on a little bit more personal note for our listeners, uh, mm-hmm. something about either your pregnancy, your childbirth experience, or your postpartum days that really stands out to you um, of just entering into this motherhood thing. Something that you, when you think back, you go, oh, I remember mm-hmm. when. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say I have always, I am one of four children, and I have two younger siblings who are 12 and 13 years younger than I am. So I and my dad, military, was very much deployed through Mm -hmm. their infancy and being toddlers. So I always say those are my first and second children. Mm, Um, I had car seats in the backseat of my Volkswagen convertible all throughout high school. I brought my little (laughs) sister and her baby carrier to cheer practice. I was like, for all intents and purposes, uh, minus a lot of the struggles I know. But I was kind of a teen mom. Like, my mom really relied on me. She's a working mom. And so I kind of got this idea that I knew everything Mm. and that this was going to be no big deal. Got it. Um, I have this, I'm going to take everything in stride kind of demeanor that I very Mm -hmm. much fake. Um, (laughs) It is definitely uh, plenty of people out there that relate to that. I'm sure. Yes. Yes. I am. I was like, no, I've got this no big deal. And I think I put off that persona so much that people just assumed that Mm -hmm. I've I've got this. It's no big deal. And then it became the expectation that I've got this. And I was Mm. super fortunate. My Pregnancy was super healthy. Um, my labor and delivery was a dream. Um, I pr- Every time a girlfriend goes into labor, I'm just like, all I can do is pray that it's as peaceful and easy as mine were because mm. um, I recognize how much of a gift that was. Yep, but that kind of started mm-hmm. me off on this high expectations of everything is going to yeah. be perfect. Yeah. And <laughs> those first couple weeks, the door to your previous life slams loudly behind Heck you. Yeah. Very loud. Um, and you mourn it a little bit. And you're yeah. like, what happened to me? Mm-hmm. I had everything figured out. I knew what every day was going to look like, mm-hmm. and now I I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight or not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> and probably not, and so that means I need to probably not yes. make millions for tomorrow because yeah. who knows if they're going to happen. Yeah. Um, so I had to just give myself a little bit more grace yeah. and realize that I don't have it all figured out. Nobody does. Nope. Um, nobody's not goes according to plan. Nope. 
and any way you can prepare, it's going to be good for you. But ultimately, you have to be flexible. Yes. You have mm-hmm. to be able to adapt. And, Absolutely. And have a sense of humor about it. Yeah. Um, my Absolutely. husband and I remind each other that a lot, especially that we're in the toddler days and there's just so many emotions. Oh, toddlers. And you just have to be Different. goofy and laugh about it. Yeah. And it's also, I think the more goofy you can be and the more you can laugh about it, the more your child feels like you're bonding with them. Mm-hmm. And so that's just been kind of the theme is just like, giving up this swagger mm-hmm. of I've got mm-hmm. it figured mm-hmm. out and just kind of <laughs> laughing with people. And I think yeah. within five minutes of, or I hope within five minutes of talking to me, any person can be like, oh, no, she's really just making fun of herself because she has no idea what's going on. And <laughs> yeah, I would hope that that's how it is now because before it was like, no, everything's going to be fine. I've yeah. got it figured out. I've yeah. done this before. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. good. No, Absolutely. I think a lot of people need to hear that. Thank you. Yes. I, ooh, okay. So motherhood was, I like, slammed into a brick wall. Mm. Um, I had my first, my pregnancy was very easy. Um, but my delivery was not. And my first actually ended up in the NICU for 10 days. Um, and that I think propelled a lot of, um, anxiety and just kind of postpartum blues that lingered a little bit too long. And so with my first, I grew this ginormous like empathy Mm. because I had no idea. I was kind of the first of my friends to start having kids. Um, So, like, it's, like, nobody – and, like, in my family, we're kind of the first, you know, first grandchild. You know, everybody's excited. Everyone's, like – Yes. And you – again, you also, like, nursing is such a curveball and all the things. And um, I was so hard on myself because I just – again, the expectation was that I would just – I would have this instinct to be able to know what to do. And I just – I my – I always – I stand by my first being very difficult also. Yeah. Um, He is. And he's so sweet. (laughs) He's He's so tenderhearted. And I think – that stems from birth. <laughs> like uh, he, they have personalities when they're born. When yo. they're born, yes. Oh, I sure. stand by this. You think something yes. like, wait, what's going on? Why won't this baby breastfeed? There's something wrong with me. Yes. No, no, that's just your child's being difficult. Very uh, yes, difficult or laid back or laid yeah. back. Like, I just sure. peace out. I don't really care. It's not a lazy nurser. It's <laughs> yeah. just personality. It's personality. They don't care. My Absolutely. OB said he could hear my oldest screaming before she came all the way out. Oh. I mean, she hasn't stopped. Oh <laughs> my god, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, no, and I, I mean, I agree that. They have their personality yeah. and I think you just are like this is a baby like how much personality can you know but I'm like oh you do you have like your own unique yes. and I need to figure out how to love you and yes. like how to meet you and like how to grow together like we grew up I feel like he and most people were like your first will teach you so, so much. much they will humble you yep. they will teach you so much about yourself yep. um I feel like God has been very generous with me and like I like pregnancy has just been one of like my pregnancies have been fairly easy, like outside of sickness and like yeah. back aches and all the normal sure. stuff. My deliveries after that with my second and third were fairly simple. But recently Good. I actually experienced a miscarriage for the first time. Oh, gosh, and I'm so no, sorry. That, that's okay. It's something I share on my personal page, you know, yeah. and I think that now has given me also a new perspective on for life sure. and like, for sure what a gift it is and like what you you know like just it's so good like it's yeah. it, I know it's bad like I know something happens you're like it's broken but I'm like oh my babies are such a blessing they're such a gift you know and it has helped me connect with so many women that have mm, also walked oh, that yes, path um sure. and it has been so I know in a way it shouldn't be but like again like I feel like God really uses these things that are meant yeah. to destroy us to like oh, build absolutely. us up and he has really used it to give me this energy, like this newfound energy to be like, mm. you know, life-giving yes. and like to people that have either are walking through it or have walked through it. Um, 
So I feel like it's interesting. Like I'd never experienced that before Mm -hmm. and I had never had issues with infertility either. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it was just kind of out of nowhere. But I'm like, okay, like it's still something that I can use to share and like 100%. 100%. I feel like, so I've had six kids if you're listening for the first time. And uh, my last baby number six was an emergency C-section at 27 weeks. He was 2.2 pounds when he was born. Levi. Levi turns 14 tomorrow. Oh, so cool. God love him. Isn't that amazing? Okay, so my first five were all natural births. Amazing birth experiences. And I was already helping Mm -hmm. people as a doula before Levi was born. So that experience for me... I mean, you talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. I mean, I'm leaving my baby in the NICU at the hospital, which you understand. And I had my first five at home. Like, yeah. I didn't even go anywhere. What is this? So this isn't it was the plan. extreme <laughs> for me, and I had no idea how. I, I won't tell you the whole story. Yes. The whole story is on one of my podcast episodes. <laughs> but it has served me so well as a doula because – not every birth is going to go exactly the way you think it's going to go. Oh. Not every pregnancy is. Not every postpartum uh, care is going to go the way you think it's going to go. Breastfeeding, on and on and on. And so it has helped me help my clients when when something shifts mm-hmm. and something happens that you would not have written in your book of life. What are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. And the perspective of life mm-hmm has to change. Absolutely. Your perspective on how it should be and shouldn't be has to move mm-hmm. or you're going to sink you're gonna quickly. You're going to be devastated. Yes. You're going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. And so it has really helped me. Hey, yeah, I get it. Baby's heart rate dropped. You wanted an all natural birth, but you know mm-hmm. what? Let's go get baby. Don't yeah. you want to meet your yes. baby? And look, everything's place. okay. Yeah. Give me a child. So our clients yeah. don't feel traumatized by a C-section mm-hmm. because we know how to help them shift their perspective about this. Hey, you're in the right place, aren't you? Yeah. And there are traumatic experiences out mm-hmm. there. There there really are. Absolutely. And sometimes there's there's no way to spin it. There's not a great perspective. It's hard to know what to do. But like you said, the, yeah. the Lord really can use mm-hmm. everything um, if you'll allow him to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I love that you guys are speaking to those painful points. Yes that can turn around. Thank you for listening to My Doula Micah. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube at My Doula Micah. We can also get connected at MyDoulaMicah.com. If you're interested in checking out my book, the link to the humor and birth stories and insights from a doula can be found on all of these social platforms. Be sure to share and subscribe. I'll be here next week. So please be sure to join me again. And this podcast was produced by Rogue Media Network. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.